Hey everybody, thanks for coming back and listening to another Prayer Thought podcast episode. And if it's your first time joining us, thanks so much for taking the time out and taking a listen. We get to talk about prayer in this whole entire series of episodes. And I'm excited to do so because I think that there are many facets to praying And one of the things that we do is we get to talk through a whole bunch of reasons why we should pray, reasons why we don't actually pray like we should. There's a whole bunch of really important and wonderful things that we can talk about when it comes to this spiritual discipline of prayer. I am the host of this wonderful podcast. My name is Clay Elliott, sometimes known as the Bowtie Prayer Guy. And um, I will tell you why. I actually wear a bow tie uh, usually about six, maybe sometimes seven days a week. And so I know that our listeners from before are on bated breath right now to know what my bow tie looks like today. So it's actually a very special bow tie. This is one of the very first bow ties that I ever owned. And it is awesome. It's actually tan and like this really awesome uh, silverly, silver blue color. And it's stripes and paisley. So the thick stripes are over top of paisley. And it's pretty funky and pretty cool. And it's honestly one of my favorites. It goes with a whole lot. And uh, even if it doesn't, I say that it does, and I'm the one that's wearing it. So, there's that. (laughs) So, without further ado, what I want to talk about is um, the reason why we actually are going through so many of these episodes, talking about uh, the reason why we don't pray as effectively as we should. So we, we're making some excuses. Maybe we want to uh, lighten the or lessen the blow and say that there, um, that we allow ourselves to get involved in some way, shape, and form uh, with not praying the way that we should. Um, and so today is no different, but before that, I want you to know that this whole episode is brought to you by Contact Mission USA, and Contact Mission is a European and international church planting organization where um, we have over 400 missionaries in 58 different countries from 41 different countries, and I get the distinct, wonderful privilege of being the director of pastoral ministries and prayer. So I get to counsel our missionaries and I get to pray with and for them and think about prayer uh, in all of its various forms as my job. And I feel like uh, the luckiest man in the world because I get to do that. So without further ado, here's uh, our seventh installment, if you can believe it. This is our seventh excuse of why there are barriers to intimacy with the Lord. And so number seven is, I'm not good enough to be in God's presence right now. Maybe after I clean up a bit, then, and only then, I can come and 
the Lord will greet me with open arms, and, and we have that in our minds. So I want to read a quote by my favorite shoe salesman turned evangelist who now has an amazing school named after him, Dwight L. Moody. And what he says is this, the Christian on his knees sees more than the philosopher on tiptoe. God sends no one away empty except those who are full of themselves. And so for us to really look at that, when you are gentle, when you are lowly, when you are humble, uh, and you approach God's throne, uh, knowing that, yeah, you are a sinner, and you are saved by grace, but you're saved for so much more than that because God calls you son. Um, what a joy that is. And he says that that's even uh, more important than the greatest of philosophers. If you're full of yourself and thinking that you have to become something greater and greater and greater and greater, by yourself, Moody seems to think that you'll just become full of yourself, and I think that he's pretty spot on. Although this seems to be a very easy, cut-and-dried biblical principle, right, of obviously we can't do enough to make God look at us and, and be okay with us, honestly, it's incredibly difficult for many of us to grasp. The fact is, we're never going to be clean enough. Jeremiah 17, 9 says as much. Our hearts are desperately wicked. Who can know it? Our best days, this is in another place in Scripture, our best days as, are as filthy rags in the sight of the Lord by ourselves. We're never, uh, we'll never have such a good day in this life, so freed from sin that God will look at our accomplishments or quote, lack of sin, and say, you know, thanks for making my job easier, Clay. See, that's why you're my favorite. Now, I can bless you. But we think this way sometimes, don't we? Look at how good I'm doing today. Now God will see all my hard work of not sinning and be amazed. He'll want to then bless me because Look at what I've done. I've staved off sin. Or I've walked little ladies across the street. Of course, listen, this sounds silly reading it right here in my own voice. And it probably sounds even more silly uh, listening to it. But that's exactly what some of us do in our everyday actions. This is why God gives us his grace. Christ's righteousness frees us from the law of sin and death, giving us the ability to come to our Heavenly Father with all of our thanksgiving, confessions, all of our petitions, and daily needs. When we give up this legalistic, perfectionistic trap in our life of faith, we're able to view our relationship with God differently. Instead of a system of checks and balances, merits and demerits, we experience the intimate, reciprocal, loving Heavenly Father that we know Him to be. And what I want to say right here before we 
move on also is that it's because of Christ's work on the cross that our Father in heaven doesn't look at us and look and see Clay's 74 million sins right now. He sees, thankfully, his son Jesus in me and in you. And he sees that the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord, is working in and through those who believe that Jesus is who he says he is, did what he said he was going to do, and has conquered the grave so that we could have life. And not only have life, but we're not stuck in that legalistic, perfectionistic trap of always needing to look and and feel and seem better than we really are. This has been a very deep, difficult struggle for me at times. One of the other cool things that happens is, is rather than trying to talk our way out of something with God or occupying the time we spend with the Lord with pressured verbiage, we don't mind uh we actually don't mind the silence. In fact, we come to love this silence and actually the listening part of what God is telling us is amazing rather than us always yammering on about our needs and requests. Are those practical and are they important? Yes. But I think that there's something to be said for being able to meditate on on one passage of scripture or on a, on a thought um, that is biblical and that you can just listen and enjoy being in God's presence without even talking. And what a joy that is. Prayer is meant to be a beautiful two-way conversation with a Heavenly Father who delights to hear our voices as well. When we come to Him in faith, vulnerable and exposed by our own sin, and our own failure, God embodies his unmerited, amazing grace toward us, letting us know that there's nothing, no sin too big for him to forgive. He makes us new. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, Behold, all things are new. So, don't buy in to Satan's lies this week. Instead, believe that you have been given mercy and grace from the Lord. As you grow deeper in this discipline of prayer, enjoy the time you get to spend with the Father, unencumbered by legalism and this kind of one-upmanship. Be thankful that you can go to the Father just as you are. So I invite us all to go now. Enjoy his presence. That's your homework. Go now, unencumbered, and enjoy God's presence. Because not only does he deeply care for you, but you don't have to clean yourself up. You can go and warts and all to him. And not only is he going to listen, he's going to give you everything that you need to continue in this life. Thanks so much for tuning in. In case you missed any of these episodes, you can um, find all of the episodes of Prayer Thought Podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on Anchor. 
as well, so you never have to miss a single one of these episodes again. So, be alert, be bold, pray expecting God to do amazing and wonderful things, and we'll see you next time.